1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1
2: podcast. Yes, it is the last off-season podcast, which you'll all be very pleased to hear about, as we have car launches coming up, then testing, then it's real Formula One racing before we know it. Next month, technically, we are getting underway again for some racing. Tommy, the WTF1 founder and just probably the most beautiful wave I've seen this year. Uh, h- how are you feeling knowing that this is our last off-season podcast?
0: Excited. It, I think it's all kicking off tomorrow with Haas, so I'm excited for to see a first car that's when it feels real.
2: It does indeed. And, and of course, Katie Fairman, the WTF1 an author, and uh, not looking to be uh, hydrating your plant too well. looks a little bit unwell. Uh, I don't know, it looks a bit droopy. Would you would you agree? It looked more. Oh, God, I was going to say a word that was very inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> it looks more upright. Uh, last time I saw it.
1: Um, yeah, I be honest, I'm not very good at looking after my plants. I think I need to just embrace the plastic plant because You're too busy this is,
2: looking after the WTF one fans with your. This
1: is true. With your this is so true. But I'll try um, and look after my plant better for you next time. Matt. Thank you.
0: I, top, I look for top quality audio chat. <laughs> Yes, there's a
2: plant that's not looking healthy. Right, moving on. Let's talk to you about the WTF on Clubhouse, which we currently have tickets on sale for right now if you want to camp with us at the British Grand Prix. We had an amazing time last year and we are pretty much going to make it three four times bigger loads of games events during the evening live recording of the podcast watching me if you really want to film internet special reactions and lots lots more quiz nights just everything it's a banger just make sure you go watch the uh the trailer that we've we've put out because it gives you a good insight as to what it looks like and uh, we will all be there at some point to uh spend some time with you all and uh, look forward to seeing you there so uh, yeah go check that out it is wtf1.com forward slash clubhouse correct tommy Big nod, big thumbs up. Lovely. Right. Let's talk about car launches just being around the corner. And um, basically we just want to just kind of sort of share our thoughts on what we'd like to see at these F1 car launches. And we can see very different things from pictures being posted up and that's it to people dancing and, you know, music acts we've seen in the past. The Spice Girls, for example, have have made an appearance uh, quite a long time ago now, but still, um, So let's start with Team w member Claire Boyle. I can't wait to see if any teams have come up with a radical interpretation of the new rules that means their car is completely different to the FIA version of the 2022 car we've all seen, although I feel like teams might try to hide their most innovative parts until testing. Yeah, I think obviously a running trend with car launches in general is teams try to hide as much as they possibly can. They will launch their livery, and even sometimes then that, can change but generally speaking it is more of a sponsors you know look at my fancy sponsor on the livery yeah look at that one you didn't notice that and you'll never notice it throughout the entire season but i (laughs) highly doubt we will see many if any new parts really i think the actual body of it though i guess the interesting thing is the body of the car is going to have to be 22 they can't launch a 21 car and try and hide everything so Uh, There is definitely going to be some zooming in, some interpretation, I'm sure. And you'll be, you know, right here on the WTF on YouTube channel where we try and decipher everything. Uh, But teams are very clever, aren't they?
0: Yeah, we've had very similar rules for the last few years. So it will be that year. Normally, it's just a case of, like you say, like cars look the same. Everyone just jokes that, oh, that livery looks the same or different Um, than if there are any new parts. I remember one year McLaren where they... uh, Boosted the contrast massively of their new car and scribbled over all the winglets in in black so you couldn't see them. Um, people want to hide as much as possible, but with this, because it is a new car, we will see. We we will see something that will be different to last year, no matter what. Um, whether that's uh, you know they're, they're not going to be able to like hide the nose. They're not going to launch just uh, hopefully not the uh, the renders of like uh, the f1 car model i'm sure we'll see like different noses and things like that and then no doubt that's when uh yeah we're not going to see all the intricate parts i'm sure red bull for example uh, who are one of the first to launch next week uh they're well known for um, releasing a render that maybe looks very simplistic and then when they get onto the track, there's a million more pieces that no one discovered and everyone's like, oh, what's this? This is new. Um, Because teams don't want to obviously launch something and give the the teams an extra couple of weeks to try and wonder what it is.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of I don't know, this is quite an old school reference, but like Sweet Sixteen, the TV show where these kids would show up in like a nice dress. I was not, expe- I was
0: not expecting that. That is the most
2: niche. Like, but, I, I don't even know what you're talking about, but that's just the most niche reference.
1: But like I've seen too many episodes of the show, but they show up in like a nice dress and you think, oh, they look good. And then, I don't know, it gets past nine o'clock and they come down in like a proper bejazzled second dress that's even better than the first one you follow, you follow my gist so that's what the f1 teams are kind of going to be like they're going to show off this car people will go oh that's nice blah, blah, but it's not until we get to testing or even the first race i mean mclaren are even talking about bringing upgrades already to bahrain and we haven't even seen their first you know car launch yet so um it's going to be interesting a lot of the changes as well will be happening underneath the car to the floors of the car which obviously we're not going to get to see much of um but yeah I hope that there are some changes and like Tommy said it's not just going to be like copy paste but with a different livery for all the cars but I think it should be good um and obviously, there's going to be some dramatic changes anyway. M plates are going to look very different. There's changes to the rear wing. There's talk of Ferrari are going to have a slightly different airbox. So there's already all these rumours circulating. But as we've said so far, every podcast this year, we don't actually know what it's going to look like until we start seeing the the launches.
0: Didn't you say about McLaren? Didn't uh, was it McLaren that said that teams might bring like five different front wings to the first race or something because no one's going to know what's what's the best one, which is uh, great great for cost-cutting. <laughs> it's going really well.
2: <laughs> That's true. And also, I guess if they're bringing loads of different versions, if they knock one off of one particular version, they may not have that many spare to go along with that. So,
0: Yeah, do you remember Red Bull one year? Was it Kivyat? and they had to test the, the car without a front wing because he knocked the only front <laughs> wing off. And then they were just doing laps just to test the reliability, but he had no front wing, so they just had to test with a broken nose.
2: So hopefully that doesn't happen for hopefully teams not. going into the first race. Otherwise, that'd be a very strange Grand Prix where we have teams with noses and teams without noses racing in some sort of two-class, <laughs> two-class race. In like
0: the 80s. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, yeah so probably going to be very secretive, but look, there's always going to be things that they may well um, accidentally leak. We see a lot of that in, with car launches, just random photos of the car being put into a container or something where the teams haven't been able to stop I don't know, sue from the marketing team for putting it on a personal Instagram or whatever, and then it all gets everywhere. So uh, I look forward to more of that. I do love a leak. It's good fun. Um, Right, at Brendan, I assume that's Brandon or Brendan, 787 61140 Hopefully you know who you are. I just hope they don't all look the same, exact same. If they do, we might as well call it Indie 2.0. Wow. I mean, that's... You're just throwing the, the season down the toilet before it's even a bit like the first car's been launched. So uh, I think, um, I don't think they will. You know, Tommy's already sort of said that there might be five different front wings and, and things like that. So there's going to be different interpretations of the rules, no doubt. Of course, there are restrictions in the amount of aerodynamic innovation that they can actually do because it's much more stripped back with the hope that uh, there's going to be better overtaking and the uh, the cars can can sort of uh, f- follow closely um i don't think they'll look the same i think it's going to be quite a nice refresh to be honest because even say the red bull livery even if they don't change the red bull livery it's going to look different because it's on a different shaped car so i think generally speaking i don't think we're really going to have that much of a problem with the cars looking all the same uh and i i, I certainly imagine there will be a, th- a few rollings of the dice in terms of you know for example alpine with that massive airbox that nobody really expected uh for them to run so Yeah, I think it's going to be a good old bit of fun creativity.
1: I definitely think that there'll be some differences between the cars because at the end of the day, no one knows how to bend a rulebook quite like the F1 teams when it comes to technical regulations. Um, We've seen that throughout pretty much the history of Formula One and there's some very creative people in those teams Asia and being one of them so I'm sure he's come up with some sort of radical design that he might think nobody else has thought of and somebody down at Haas might have thought the same thing you just don't know but it's definitely going to be quite interesting to see how really like if there's any radical differences because obviously everything's been simplified this year like the front wing can now only be made up of a maximum of four elements overall so It's not going to be a huge deal. You know, you're not going to have one of these front wings with stuff going everywhere. And it's just going to be quite nice and basic and simple. Um, But yeah, I'm sure there's some proper brain boxes in formula one that are going to think of a clever way to do something different. And we'll be reacting to it on WTF one and being like, is that allowed? Is that legal? I guarantee you at some point that will be like on, we've got already a car launch bingo, but add another one on there. of somebody saying, is that allowed? Because... (laughs) Some people will push them to the limits.
2: So can we tick our own bingo box? Is that what happens by us saying? (laughs) Is that allowed?
0: Yeah, Yeah, we'll do them all. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, unpopular opinion, but if um, they all look exactly the same and it is Indy 2.0 and we get nine different winners in the first nine races, sign me up.
1: (laughs) Very because true. because outrageous don't, opinion don't
0: topic. don't get yeah. me wrong well, <laughs> saying, well that's a not lot unpopular. of people <laughs> well it kind of is because a lot of people really like the the innovation of formula 1 and I do it, you know it's fun to see but at the end of the day uh, after the first excitement of the car reveals everyone forget look at 2020 one of the best uh, sorry 2012 one of the best seasons ever ugliest cars ever everyone was like oh formula one's dead and then you have the best season ever and everyone forgets the step noses by the first race soon as the racing's good mm-hmm. um so you know we all love the innovations but if that innovation means that a car is four seconds up the road uh, ahead of everyone then it's maybe not so great after the initial excitement for how creative it's been uh, when you have to then watch it dominate for uh, an entire year so i i Personally, I'm not uh, not against these rules where they're trying to more more spec parts and maybe keep them a bit more um, similar because we want closer racing because that is a lot of the reason why most people watch.
2: Exactly. I think that, you know, Formula One fans love a moan. We all love a moan at times, <laughs> you know? And, you know, we want this to be better, that to be better. But I think if we were to do a, like a hierarchical, is that word? Hierarchical, hierarchy.
0: Hierarchy of, um,
2: uh, of priority we,
0: list, yeah. Yeah, for... that one.
2: Uh, everyone I'm pretty sure would put close racing at the top uh, as much as, you know, you'd like to have these innovations this and uh, car, uh, teams to come up with amazing inventions. I don't think anyone would put that before having a close race, but Hey, maybe I'm speaking uh, for myself and not the fans moving on. Grind helps you make better, more sustainable coffee at home with their compostable coffee pods filled with organic and fair trade coffee compatible with your original style Nespresso machine. It's great coffee doing good. Get your first 30 compostable coffee pods for just £5 plus a pink refillable Grind tin when you go to grind.co.uk and use code WTF1 at the checkout. That's over 60% off for the perfect cup of coffee at home. So why should you choose Grind? Well, they offer a sustainable alternative to plastic and aluminium coffee pods. Every minute, 29,000 plastic and aluminium coffee pods go to landfill. That's almost 30 billion pods a year. You can also get coffee delivered for free right to your door as and when you need it. Grind have a wealth of coffee experience helping you to make barrister quality coffee at home. In addition to all of this, it tastes great. All of their coffee is certified organic and fair trade. So why not try it? Go to grind.co.uk and use code WTF1 for your first 30 compostable coffee pods for just £5 plus a pink refillable Grind tin. It's time to step up your game with Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. Join the $4 men worldwide who trust Manscaped to give them the right tools for the job. Go to manscaped.com and use code WTF1 for 20% off plus free shipping. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 contains six essential tools for the ultimate below-the-waist grooming routine. Inside, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. The advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It also comes equipped with a 4000K LED spotlight that will shine a light to the promised land 2022 looks to be. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WTF1 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code WTF1. Have no regrets this year with our friends at Manscaped let's talk about the actual car launches themselves. I kind of said that, you know, I'd like to have a bit of craziness. You know, we don't, we don't like photo reveals, but I guess the question is, are we going to see big launches or are we going to see just pictures? And I think it's going to be a mixture uh, from what I've seen. Um, of course, COVID is still very much a thing. And unfortunately it means that not everything is running as smoothly uh, as teams would like. And it's not as easy to host large events. Um, but, you know, there are some teams still going out of their way to make sure that there is a, an in-person or not an in-person, like, you know, rather than just a, an asset, asset, asset drop. There you go. I can get my words out shortly. Um, Miles Sebastian one says, I want something solidly cringeworthy, a Ferrari dance, spectacular, Danny Rick, rapping space age, computer graphics, drivers reading really awkward scripted lines. When I reflect back to last year and, and in particular Aston Martin's launch, you know, I think I, I was quite vocal. I think we all were like, oh, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cringe. You know, it was, it was a bit a bit over the top. But when you actually reflect on it and you go, but you remember that. And it was, you know, everyone, you know, a little dosage of cringe is absolutely fine. And I think, you know, Aston Martin went full, you know, balls to the wall because, you know, James Bond and everything. I completely understand that. And I think I'd rather that than the teams all just go, here's our new car. See you next month, or see you at testing. Uh, so, yeah, I'll I'll take cringe, and I'll I'll still complain about it, but I'll have cringe.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've you summed it up, uh, and also kind of in the last question of of how we all like to complain about things, because the uh, every, every list of like what's the best car launch, people always bring up the the Spice Girls in '97 where they had this big launch, but you know if that launch was on YouTube this modern day, you'd get people going in the comments just going, cringe, show the car, spice girls are rubbish, all this kind of stuff. British bias. But that but that's the thing. Uh but then you but then you look back um at the whole event and you're like, actually that's a really cool event, uh, and it's quite fun. But then when it gets to it, everyone just complains because all you want to do is see the car and you don't want to sit through twenty minutes of like uh, an Alpha Tower fashion show or the Spice Girls or, or whatever. Um but then but then at the same time, when Red Bull just drop one image of the car on their content uh, pool, you're just like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you'd, yeah. I know we said we wanted to see the car really quickly, but not like this. So it's, it's a really difficult balance. They're kind of damned if they do, damned if they don't for that, uh, I find. But I mean, yeah, why not? Why not have a bit of fun with it? Let's see some more uh, Ferrari dance shows.
2: I appreciate the fun, and yeah, I say yeah. I, I like a bit of cringe. But I, I still, even on reflection, think that the McLaren song between danny rick and Lando Norris was one of the worst bits of, of, <laughs> of content I've ever watched. Like, just in terms of like they just weren't comfortable doing it together. Like they hadn't formed any sort of relationship. Yeah, it was, was a, just like... it
0: was a proper you two are fun uh, <laughs> yeah. F one drivers because uh, everyone on Twitter thought those two are going to be like besties, and oh my god, they're the two fun drivers of F one and they are very different and it was very much like you two be friends (laughs) and it just didn't work did it
1: (laughs) no no gosh I'm quite glad is it bad if I say I'm glad they didn't release that maybe it was so bad they couldn't release it I mean we will see but um yeah I totally want really cringy launches I don't want them to be like five hours long or anything but you know the Alpha Romeo one last year was I think just about the right balance of Starting out, there was some smoke machine going off, and then some ballet dancers popped up on stage, and some guy playing a grand piano. And I was like, "This is like Eurovision. I love it." Um, but then, yeah, they have these massive chunks where they're speaking to like Gary from like the sponsorship from I don't know Allon or something, and he's waffling on for about fifteen minutes. And we're like, "Gary, babes, we don't care. We just want to see the car." So they know nice- what they're doing,
2: there, don't they? They know what they're doing. They know they do, Gary the- from Orland's not going to get any time unless they <laughs> stick him there.
1: <laughs> this is true. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to some of the launches this year, although I've got a feeling that quite a lot of them are just going to be like, the best car ever, da da like on social media, and then a picture, and that's kind of going to be it. We're not going to have any super long, drawn-out um digital shows or anything because Alpine tried it last year and that was just like the worst car launch because the actual idea of it was really cool but it just lagged and it was awful and it it just ended up doing the more damage than actually anything decent so I guess that was runs a risk with technology and things like that but I yeah, guess actually I let's want... run
2: through sorry Katie let's run no, no, through no, the no, digital one so what are we expecting we're we expecting Ferrari to do one I assume, but they always do. Uh, McLaren.
0: Uh, McLaren. McLaren are doing do... like a
1: four per like, car launch, aren't they? Yeah,
0: they're, they're... McLaren are launching their. Um, oh, they're doing the. Yes, they are. The Indy Extreme car? E team, IndyCar. So they're probably, I would assume, that they've all sort of got a common theme between them all, maybe. Um, Then, yeah, Aston, I assume, will do something again. Haas is tomorrow and they're just launching. It'd be renders i'm assuming uh has really wanted a week worth of headlines
2: didn't they they were just yeah.
0: like every okay has always do that the don't they? i feel like has always are the the ones who yeah. just drop the car really early and it's like here you go talk about us please yeah literally um but it's a massive uh massive uh gap i mean we've posted a graphic about it uh numerous times every time they do a car launch but um i've never seen it so spread out i guess this is new regulations uh for you but yeah having one on the 4th of feb and then alfa romeo is until the 27th yeah that's quite the gap
2: it is I, I felt like last year there was quite a big gap uh between them as well so mm. uh but not before then it just seems to be a running thing now where they just decide to release it when they when they fancy it which is uh
1: I mean, Alfa Romeo, their car launch is going to be after we've had the first official test, which is obviously the one that's behind closed doors <laughs> in Barcelona. But that's still really late to do like an, a launch after the first test.
2: And surely there's going to be pictures that surface. This, so there's really no point in launching a car that's already got on
0: track. No, so... It's just going to be how for a nice do, livery. <laughs> yeah, how you can do a private launch in 2022 is not, you know, it's impossible, like, there will be someone there with a camera phone, whether it's a marshal or someone just you know walking their dog um, without even knowing, going, just walking
2: their dog through Turn Two. Oh, oh,
0: <laughs> hey. what's going oh, on? Here? Great apex there, Rover. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> Oh
2: dear. It's, it's it's like when Mercedes used to do their car launches at Silverstone, but they tend, they they had the oh, shakedown always, before yeah. their before their launch, so the 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 pictures would leak. Everyone that was the at the car on the track would see yeah. the car.
1: It's and silver. Then wow. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, because they, cause they drive it round the track yeah. and release pictures, and it's on Sky Sports News or whatever. And then, like, whatever. Oh, and, then and then they and then they do the whole like light show with a thing on and take it's the. Off it. It. I saw that three
2: hours ago. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, speaking of new liveries or not new liveries, Katie, I, I heard you, you know, with the oh, silver. Uh, Danny HR95 uh, says that they're most excited to see the Aston Martin livery with the green and lime instead of the pink. Very curious to see what Alpine do with the BWT sponsorship. They had the best livery last season. Very keen on seeing what they pull off this time around. Mm, yeah, I think the Aston Martin <laughs> definitely without the uh, without the pink is is going to be a, a nice if they do go down the green and line, which you'd imagine they will, uh, they will, it will look very nice because their sports cars look very good and I'm a big fan of it. And I think that obviously the lime sits much better than pink. And, you know, I'm no livery expert like Tom Bellingham here, the WCF one founder. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it's going to look much better, I'm sure. Hopefully as well, they make it a bit more vibrant because it was a bit boring. Yeah, wasn't it? Um, on, we on called camera. it,
0: didn't we, in the podcast that it looked amazing when they had that studio reveal. And then you get out on track, and it just looks Bit like of a the gloomy Mercedes. day. Yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. rubbish. It
1: wasn't
2: wasn't enough enough vibrance to it. Um, and then also, yeah, Alpine with BWT, how how that's going to work?
0: Not confirmed yet, by the way, but I think it seems very very likely because Upma Op- yeah. Op- still not there. Even though those rumored, that's not official yet, no, is it? But not I, I just not it's, seen, it's happening. Though. Yeah.
2: So yeah. blue and pink, Tommy. How's how are they how are they getting around that?
0: Uh, well, yeah, it's going to look um bit chaotic it depends whether they go for um because bwt are very vocal about what they want from their sponsorship you pink. Know, they, they, yeah exactly pink. it is it is very much you know even though they weren't aston's title sponsor for them to still manage to you know request to get pink on the car shows that they're willing to pay a lot of money to get their their colors on the car so whether it ends up just looking like the racing point again um, because they just go, no, we want full BWT branding. Uh, here it is. And they just do Jeez. that with the, the Alpen. Al- Alpen? Alpine. <laughs> Alpen. <laughs> the uh... brand of cereal. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> Alpen. <laughs> Sponsored by Alpen. I think, yeah, team should just only sign deals with brands, similar names. Um, yeah. Uh, I could see. Yeah, I think it looked quite cool. It'd be... I like, personally, I think it would be nice um, when every single car was blue last year to uh, have have something a bit different, why not?
2: Well, if you're wondering what it will look like, take a look at Tom Bellingham's YouTube channel where he'll be putting up <laughs> all his livery editors in the, in the brand new Gran Turismo 7. Katie, what's your thoughts?
1: Um, I'm a little bit worried. I'm not quite as creative and as much as a visionary as Tommy is when it comes to, like, liveries and stuff. Visionary. Tommy's got like such that. He's got such an eye. He's now the WTF1 God. visionary instead of founder. Oh, dear,
0: um, please
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in terms of the Aston Martin, yeah, the colour last year was just a bit boring and a bit dull. What am I talking about? It's very boring and very dull. Um, And the pink was just an ugly match. I would rather it be bubblegum pink. So in an ideal world, if they could embrace like the lime green, like you said, that they have on the sports cars and have it kind of like a 65 35 of like the darkish green and oh, Tommy's nodding. I sound like I'm saying something <laughs> correct. Woohoo. is well, yeah. on board. Very precise I feel like ratios. that's not, yeah, I love the way you're like
0: really like what, going 60, for 40, it. 70, 30, I also said 65 and then
1: was like, I have to think of what <laughs> adds up to make a hundred. That was <laughs> but, pretty yeah, much what they
0: know. did in the Netflix. Like, I feel like the Netflix yeah, shows a lot more, you was. know, when they showed that this is what it is going to look like and then obviously look nothing like that. Because um, they spent ages on that that livery. I'm sure I, I read that they spent months and months and months like perfecting the colour, and then it got on track and looked terrible. Oops.
2: Oops-a-daisy. Next up, Ranny Dick. I'm assuming <laughs> that's the uh, opposite of Danny Rick. But hey, look, I'm just reading what I'm seeing. Okay, <laughs> will some teams only have a one-off livery for the reveal, but then have a completely different livery for the racing that they reveal later? Red Bull tended to do it for the testing livery, right, rather than their car launch, as such.
0: Yeah, they did but it for one year. Where they, they did it one even
2: year, do they, that. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: they just they just did a launch picture, and then so they just
2: banter busy. it sometimes. Red Bull, so you never really know whether you're coming or going, although you do because deep down you know that it's going to be the same livery for <laughs> Red Bull. Um, but I think a lot of teams ideally want to release the actual livery for the time in which you know if the car launch happens but i guess sponsors change and things like that but we don't tend to see too many amendments do we uh, th- once it's launched
0: i think alpha if i'm not mistaken are doing one um and that'll be probably because they're releasing their car so late so they'll do the um secret not so secret we'll find out test uh in a fancy special testing livery again like they did a few years back, um, and then when they do the car reveal, um, then they'll have the more corporate uh, Alfa Romeo standard livery on. From what from what I've heard, and there's also rumours that Ferrari might do something um, along those lines as well. Um, I don't know how true that is, but do we reckon as
2: well? Like, there's more there's more of a uh, well, I guess more pri- priority, more importance of uh, the teams to maybe hide more this year because it's brand new regs so could we see the you know red bull definitely bringing out the the camo livery and and things like that to try and
0: just to throw people off yeah because i I
1: love the camo livery that's one of my favorites i think everyone loves
0: it brilliant the black and white one from the Mm. when it was literally like car camo I so can see katie, with that thought bubble.
2: she's just dreaming of it right now she's like, thinking I, of the, the ratio between dreaming. black and white <laughs> <laughs> how, how bad 42%. is it whenever i hear the word ratio i always think, I just think keep of just people on twitter yeah. saying ratio <laughs> that word has been ruined <laughs> so <by> ratio. <laughs> completely ruined <laughs> <laughs> completely ruined um but yeah i think that we might well see a, a few more one-off liveries and things to try and you know hide at certain parts of the car but uh, are you the, the same opinion katie
1: yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I can't imagine we're going to get too many things like drastic changes when the cars have been launched before testing and then they rock up to testing and it's different. But like you say, they could change how it looks. So they're not giving everything away. But um, I think most of them will just stick to the same personally. I, I guess, know. to be
2: fair, at the same time, photographers are out there taking very detailed pictures and it doesn't really matter what uh, livery uh, you, mm. you run. They will they will find out and they will get the right angle uh, to uh, get those shots. Right. Let's move on to another part of the car. The wheel covers. Of course, that is a brand new addition to the 2022 regulations. And, um, you know, we, uh, is it confirmed that they are LED do we know
1: McLaren tested some out in test. I don't know some, if that's going to be if... the exact same for everyone.
2: Mm. Okay, I know they said LED, they were full on raves.
0: Yeah, I know they said they wanted to do that later down the line and it's something they wanted to experiment with. Like, you know, you could have display like what position people are in or whatever. Wow,
2: that'd be quite interesting. Uh, Jatoffle says, I want to see those big rims and creative driver specific wheel covers. Um, yeah, I think that was one way of trying to i guess at least for the fans be able to see exactly who it is and not have to judge it off the the little well i personally do it off the little t on the top of the car which um i don't I even can know if get be...
0: used to that I can know, you not? i know i know i should because like but just growing up in the era i did i always look at the helmets but i know the t cam is the one and no matter mm. how many times tell me i just never look it's like just ingrained into my brain to look at the helmet it's really bad Literally literally, it just, just shows how old you are. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's I was
1: going to say. I've just done an article, actually, which is probably going to go out maybe today on WTF1 about how I want them to make the numbers bigger on the back of the car for each driver. Because for new fans, and like when we were sat in the grandstand in Silverstone, you know cars would be driving around and obviously for the british drivers they got a bigger cheer but the amount of times people were like yeah and then all of a sudden it quietened down because they realized it was nicholas latifi and not george russell coming around Which oh, <laughs> like, okay. i know i felt so bad for <laughs> but um yeah i feel if they can do other things to make it clearer for maybe new fans or something that this They're is meant to. <laughs> the car exactly but like it's just not really a thing and if you're a new fan and even for me i've been watching f1 for like a long time i don't know over 10 15 20 years how old am i yeah probably been watching it since i was before i was born um but i can't tell you who half the drivers are that have the yellow t-cams
2: ah oh, come on guys amateur
1: i'm just no. obviously Hell an amateur it's weird
2: because okay. that's what that's what's ingrained in me okay, is that a lot at... of the time
1: uh is it the first is it the first first driver driver
2: is the not a lot of the time but then there is some curveballs where it doesn't have the yellow T.
0: that doesn't make sense that's what confuses uh, me things like that but a lot
2: of the time the yellow one is the second driver Uh, so the
0: yeah the wheel cover is the perfect maybe the wheel cover is like the perfect thing because it's like you say it's just a big circle Stick a stick a stick a stick number, on there number or something. in it or. Something. or but yeah. if it's yeah. going
1: round at a billion miles an hour, it's just going to be. No, right. but
0: it'd be static, won't it? Because it's not. Oh, it's um... going to
1: be so complicated, though.
0: <laughs> Physics.
2: The... Something can be done. I Even feel if it's sorry just for like the a, programmer. <laughs> a color on yeah, the rim yeah. of it or something. I don't know. But then it's but then it might get confused with the tires. Yeah, there's there's.
0: Oh yeah, there's, I wonder what. Yeah. Just have their
1: face on the side what,
0: one thing i've seen that's quite funny <laughs> is some and people, then their faces going around <laughs> yeah that's quite funny because i saw uh like some people uh people that do like livery designs and stuff of like Shock. put like animations
2: bridge, <laughs> put like
0: hand. animations on them imagine uh like if they embraced it where they, you know like how on twitter they have like reaction gifs and stuff like they put them like on the, like sergio Perez gets overtaken it's that GIF GIF thing, like it's a sad face yeah, like you know the one, way to... the one in the driver <laughs> meeting yeah,
1: yeah. Um, or in the uh, intro credit of yeah Nintendo yeah world.
0: and there's like uh, George Russell like when he makes for move, and it's like in all honesty I'm a massive fan of this or whatever and you have like the memes on the there go tires meme, him crying meme in wheel the covers is
1: what
2: a meme I want to consent. see hold on so you want, <laughs>
1: <so> just <laughs> bearing in your
2: mind how close <laughs> F1 fans get to the cars you, you think someone will be able to read from Brooklyn's or something <laughs> In all honesty, I'm a massive fan of this and George Russell.
0: Well, if you if you just have the meme, just the meme on the just the, picture. the picture, like everyone will know what it is. I want uh, I want yeah, apart eighty percent
2: of the F1 audience that probably don't even know what a meme is. So uh, yeah, yeah, true. But or, uh, I mean the, the the general audience anyway. But um, yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Well, really glad we bounced those ideas around. I'm sure Formula One are listening and they're going to be implementing it. absolutely. I mean nothing. wheel
0: covers happening next year. There's going to be announcing.
2: If they do have the LED, whatever they're going to do with that, then there's definitely an opportunity to use them uh, to at least, you know, get them to be, uh, allow them to identify uh, who they are, what driver they are and and to help drivers, drivers, fans, watch uh, them go around. Uh I think that's it, pretty much. All we have to say now is that we did mention it earlier on in the podcast uh, that we're doing a WTF1 bingo, car launch bingo, this year. So you have to basically get in touch and let us know if something happens because we can't follow everything. But the the ones that we've got are Surprise Renders Revealed Early, Alpha Tauri Valentine's Day Punt, Live stream technical issues. Alpine have already crossed that one off, I think. Uh, James <laughs> Bond reference in Aston launch. I mean, some of these are just done already. Aren't they? Oh yeah. Car yeah. gets leaked online. Stream yeah. takes longer than twenty minutes to show the car. That's basically all of them. Uh, Alpine has pink on it. Mercedes unlucky W thirteen joke. Nice one. I can tell. to... You just he just oozes of Tommy. This does, <laughs> uh, and driver awkwardly sat on a tyre. well Okay, that one, that one. I reckon. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so I guess with bingo, you can go. You don't have to get all nine, eight, do you? Nine, no, all nine. You just can go see how, uh... diagonal or along or up and down. You can tell I go to bingo a lot. So yeah, cool. <laughs> uh, that is our, that'll be on our social media. So feel free to play along and let us know when when something happens. And uh, yeah, Tommy, final thoughts.
0: Um, final thoughts are. Meme wheel Covers for
1: 2023, please. Okay. <laughs> Katie? Don't uh, my, would you like my <laughs> final thought? You're or just, you just, just, so ind- just, you're just so shaking indisgust. your head, and I
2: was like, are you are going to come in with anything? No, I'm going to... Okay. Katie?
1: My final thought is I really hope some of these new cars look nice because so far I think the 2022 car is ugly. There's that Ooh,
0: bombshell to end. Don't agree. I think, I, I well, like we we'll I like them more already...
1: Wow. Really? From
0: the from the renders, yeah. If they if they look that good, I prefer them to let And I can't wait for those. Uh I can't wait for the, the last last year's car to get in the bin, to be honest. I said it in the last podcast.
2: Fair. Uh and my final thought is <laughs> I think my think got... my my sorry fa- go on. My fi- go on No, go my My final thought is that I'm looking forward to the Mercedes car launch to see if Lewis Hamilton turns up.
0: Yes.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: It is so yeah, yeah. weird, isn't it? Because it, it, I'm stuck in two minds of every time I I think that like he could retire I'm like oh, it's just it's just rubbish like it's people just trying to, you know, make a make a big deal out of it. But the longer it does go on and you, you know, he's got every right not to post on social media. People don't have to post on social media, you know. We we don't all think that Sebastian Vettel is retiring because he doesn't have a Twitter <laughs> account. But yeah it is it is uh crazy.
2: It is.
1: Yeah.
2: So there you go. Thank you everybody for for watching and listening to this final pre-season podcast kind of. I mean we are still very much in the pre-season yeah. and off-season. We're going from off-season to pre-season. There you go. Uh we are making the transition. Make sure to give us a thumbs up, a comment, rate us on Spotify or wherever you're listening and uh, also if you could vote for us on the Sports Podcast Awards. Uh we are definitely nominated works. on there. <laughs> Uh, I think we're still winning. Um, But also, every time we tell people to go and vote, the entire website crashes. So if you can't get through, I don't blame you for not voting. But if you remember, try again another time when we do it like 2 a.m. or something. Yeah. If you could just set your alarm for 4 a.m. wherever you are and just vote for us, that'd be great. Thank you so much.
1: You're Um, the best. There you go. Thank you. Thank
2: you, Tommy, the WTF1 founder. Thank you, Katie, the WTF1 author. And thank you to me just (laughs) (laughs) for being me. Everyone (laughs) thanks Tommy and Katie and never thanks Matt.
1: Thanks Matt.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm kidding. Right. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.